0: Good evening, good evening, good evening. This is Joe with the Cotton Club crew coming to you this Thursday, September 28th, with a Houston Cougar preview. Um, let's just kind of just get into this deal. Um, coming off of an, another tough lost week to the West Virginia Mountaineers, um, a, a game that we'd all like to forget, just like the game, some of the other previous games that, that we've had this year. Um, it's it just didn't go the way for the Red Raiders um, where we came out uh, with another L um, and more more ways than one. Um, losing Tyler Shuck in the process to a broken um, fibula, often stagnant play calling issues, de- defensive pressure issues. I mean, just, you know, a lot of is the same issues that we've been seeing um, a course of this year in the first four games, um, the Red Raiders, as All of you might know is that we are rolling with a one and three record, 0 and 1 in the Big 12, welcoming in a Houston Cougar team who is two and two on the year to Jones Stadium. And hopefully we could right the ship here. I'm just going to briefly just kind of go over, you know, things that keys, not not necessarily keys to the game, but just a preview of what Houston's bringing to Lubbock on Saturday. So, Um, Let's just kind of dive into it. Um, First two things that are coming back to Lubbock are pieces of Lubbock that, you know, were here um, at different parts of their career. Um, Donovan Smith, starting quarterback for Houston, was a huge, huge factor in that game last year versus Houston and made a big throw, made the ultimate um, touchdown run there in overtime to seal the win versus Houston last year. And now he's on the opposing team, Dana Holgerson coming back to Lubbock once the Mountaineers coach, as we all know now at the at the helm of this Houston Cougars team, and he's coming back to Lubbock and then there's a couple of football players that are ex football players that left the Red Raiders to go down to the Cougars as well. We could kind of touch on those. I think it's just a couple of them a couple of those guys now, but. I mean, not huge, huge contributing factors. Um, but like I said previously, the Houston Cougars are rolling in to Lubbock with a 2-2 two and two record, um, winning against UTSA at the start of the year and just recently winning this last week against Sam Houston. And then with two losses in between, they're coming to the TCU Horned Frogs and the Rice Owls. So let's just kind of dive into the offensive side of the ball. We all are pretty familiar with Donovan Smith's game, what he kind of brings to the table, that RPO kind of guy, a real big-bodied kid, you know, leaning forward, could get about two to three yards if he needs to on those short yards, short yardage, gainage kind of plays. So on the year, I believe he's passed for somewhere in the neighborhood of 1,000 yards. You know, um, let me check his stats real quick. 94 for 150, 94 of 151 attempts, 62% um, percent complete percentage with a thousand yards, a little bit over a thousand yards passing with five touchdowns, averaging about 253 yards per game. And then he's also averaging somewhere in the neighborhood of about. It looks like he's he's rushed for almost 200 yards on the season as well, so 20-plus 20, 20 yards on the ground um, per game. So we kind of know what Donovan Smith does, um, obviously in a different kind of offense than what Tech runs in down in Houston, but um, he's he's a good quarterback. I mean, he won meaningful games for us last year. He's a good kid and a good quarterback. He's been efficient enough for them to win games, but where they haven't been efficient, you know, is going to be on the defensive side of the ball, but on the offensive side, they do have some weapons there um, that Donovan does get to throw the ball to the Samuel Brown, Matthew Golden, and Joseph Manjack, which we previewed with the the um, Scott Holman podcast uh, about a month ago when we were talking about you know welcoming Houston back into the Big Twelve you know, some players to watch. I mean, he did touch base with some of these guys, the Matthew golden, the Joseph man to kind of be playmakers on this team. All three of those guys have over 20 receptions and over 200 yards apiece receiving. receiving. Um, as far as the touchdown production, golden leads them all with four man with one. So these three guys are going to be um, the usual targets for Donovan Smith. So, Manjack and Golden are both guys who can make plays in the open field, both guys who could do do work. So, you know, our secondary is going to have to be as consistent as possible to get these guys to the ground because they'll they'll start making you miss in the open field and things will start getting ugly pretty quick. As far as the running game goes, you have Parker Jenkins, Stacey Need um, are going to be your two biggest players um, ball carriers in this game they've both played all four games this year they both have I mean very strikingly um, similar um, rushing statistics for the year Parker Jenkins 28 attempts for 150 yards Stacy Snead 29 attempts for 130 yards um, four touchdowns between the both of them they're averaging somewhere north of about four and a half yards per carry between both of them. So these are guys that could get up and down and can move the football for this Houston Cougars team. As far as the offense goes, if you look at the scores that some of these some of these games that um, the Cougars have had this year, it's kind of up and down. Just I mean, we could kind of speak the same to how Texas Tech has been as well. They won a tough Back and forth match, defensive kind of game against UTSA to start the year 17 to 14. Went back and forth with the Rice Owl team, losing in double overtime 43 to 41. Then they, you know, joined the Big 12. They were welcomed by the TCU Horned Frogs, and TCU kind of did what they did, kind of had their way with them, were able to run the ball and pass the ball very well against this Cougars defense. The Cougars losing that game 36 to 13. And then last week they righted their ship and beating the Sam Houston team 38 to seven. Now traveling to Lubbock this Saturday. So they've kind of been up and down as far as what their offensive production has been. So I do expect to see kind of maybe a more run, run heavy RPO kind of game from the Cougars offense, you know, given the some of the struggles that tech has had in some of the run games and sometimes getting the quarterback to the ground. Whenever the defensive, the defensive backs have kind of done their job, you know, holding the wide receivers to nothing. Our defensive line, you know, can't get the right push or can't get home to get the quarterback down. And, you know, the quarterback has scrambled and made some yards. And we all kind of know what Donovan Smith, like I've, like I've said a couple of times already, what he brings to the table. He is a, he's a big kid. I mean, 6'3, 230, somewhere in that neighborhood, big, big-bodied kid where you know, he'll run you over. And if you give him some open space, he'll make some plays with his legs. So we're this tech defense is going to need to have to get that push, have to stay in their lines and get get Donovan, get Donovan to the ground. Now, which is a great thing with our defense, you know, coming, actually being able to see Donovan with so many returning starters from the defensive side, they kind of know what Donovan brings. And Donovan also knows what kind of defense will run schematically and things like that. So it's going to be a back and forth. You you have guys who know each other very, very well. And it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see how this offensive line for Houston holds up against the, the Tech front. I do expect us to get some pressure on, on Donovan, and then let's just see if we can get him to the ground, make things a little bit easier for, for us on the defensive side of the ball, you know, helping out. Flip some field position, get get barren, you know, shorter fields to work with, and things like that. Maybe that'll help, you know, boost this offensive offense that was has been struggling so much on the Texas Tech side. So Houston does does kind of present some issues. Like I said, the Donovan Smith knowing kind of schematically what Tim DeRuiter kind of does defensive wise they do have two solid backs there and, you know, they do have playmakers on the outside. It's just going to be mostly on how that offensive front holds up against our tech defensive front. We've kind of gone over this in other previews previously before, you know, how these games, a lot of these games are just one in the trenches. And I believe this is another one of those games where our defensive front and our offensive fronts are probably going to have to, you know, kind of, dictate how this game is going to go. So we'll we'll see um but I do see I do see um tech exploiting some of their weaknesses and things like that. Like I said, some of the other teams that have had success against against Houston got to the quarterback. They got home, they made they made meaningful tackles. They got tackles for losses. They, you know, turned the ball got got Houston to turn the ball over. And and ultimately, that's kind of like the recipe to um, to stop this Cougar team. So that's offensive side of the ball with the Cougars jumping into the defensive side of the ball. Nothing really, really a whole lot. I mean, they, their defense whole. They held Sam Houston to seven. They held UTSa to seventeen. Which you know, normally in any other circumstance, game in the Big Twelve kind of game, those games are usually won if your defense is holding the opponent to those kinds of scores. But you know, UTSA quite isn't a Big Twelve caliber school. They are a Power Five school, which is great. Sam Houston is still kind of on that cusp there as well. But I do see the main problems that they had against Rice, and the main, the huge, huge problems that they had against TCU was just getting TCU off the field I mean TCU pretty much if we're going to kind of use this as as a guideline for this how this defense plays for the Cougars the TCU game is probably the game you go to and see kind of go by those st- those stats to see what the the Horn Frogs did so well against Houston in that game and it was the the statistics were pretty telling in that particular game. Um, it looked like, let me see here, my screen just kind of froze on me. I apologize for that. So, if we're looking at the box score for the TCU and the Houston Cougar game, I mean, like I said, the the stats are pretty telling. Um, TCU rushed for over two hundred, or right at two hundred and fifty yards, and then they passed for over three hundred yards. You know, it it was as efficient as a game offensively and defensively you could have um, for the TCU horn frogs and that's kind of where they exploited some of the Houston Cougars defense they were averaging somewhere about five yards per rush and about eight and a half yards per per pass so I mean you're staying ahead of the sticks these are all like things that are common knowledge in the football world you know stay ahead of the sticks. Win in the trenches and don't shoot yourself in the foot. You know, be disciplined. And these are usually the recipes for success in any game, you know. And TCU did that against this Cougars defense, which on the year they've allowed quite a bit of rushing yards. They've allowed quite a bit of passing yards. They're just – and, hell, even I believe the top four tacklers on the Houston defense are going to be defensive backs, and for me, what that's telling me is also that, you know, guys that are rushing the ball and obviously the passing the ball as well. The guys are getting to that second and third level. You do have Malik Robinson, linebacker for the Cougars, who is your leading tackler with 25. A.J. Halsey, um, defensive back with 22 tackles on the year. And then your, your big dog up front, Nelson Cesar. Or Caesar. I don't remember exactly how his name is said leading this Cougars defensive front or defensive line with three and a half sacks. So I expect the him to be a problem. Our offensive line hasn't shown what's necessary as far as the passing game is concerned to stay on their blocks consistently. And he's a guy that could create problems. And if you guys all remember last year's game, we had a Houston Cougar guy who just practically um, was in our backfield every play. I don't remember the kid's name for the life of me, but everybody who watched that game, everybody who was in attendance, it seemed like that particular player was in our offensive huddle every time because he just seemed to be in the backfield making plays, making sacks, and he was was a force. So we all kind of know what kind of players they have on the defensive line. And this is one of those kinds of guys, if you don't get him blocked up, he could make things very, very difficult for you um, in the game itself. And we don't, obviously we don't want to see another one of those kinds of games based on how our year has been going. And that's kind of what the defense is bringing you They're They're not, they're not world beaters. You know, they do allow heavy rushing. They do allow passing. I mean, they, it's a Jekyll and Hyde kind of defense you know where they you know the smaller the opponent that they've done well and held them down, the tougher the opponent with offenses and stuff like that they've had they've struggled getting the ball stopped and that's rushing and passing. so um, I would I would like to say that this this offense you know could potentially just shred these guys up, which is very much so but I mean we haven't had the consistency on our offensive side. Of the ball for that to for me to feel confident in saying that things that we do have going for us, obviously, we'll, we're playing in Lubbock, the weather's supposed to be nice. I mean, these are all things that that tech has done well when these these factors are in play, we played okay enough to beat Oregon um, week two, we obviously beat Charleston State. It wasn't an impressive showing, but we did beat Charlton State. So game three in Lubbock, I mean, we've been playing pretty good at home. So I expect the Red Raiders to bounce back here. Um, I I know that Houston kind of presents its own problems against Tech, but offensive-wise, we have Baron Morton, who's had a full week as your number one quarterback and with the team reps. So we'll see what kind of game plan Kitley has what what we're going to do running the ball if we're going to you know i don't know what's going to happen obviously i went back and watched some tape on that west virginia game and i mean kitley was right when he was saying that the plays that some of the plays that were called he did have some open guys i'm not going to refute that but i mean when you need to run the ball you need to run the damn ball and that's still been an issue for this texas tech offense which has kind of hindered us in some ways you know taking the taking the pressure off of Chuck, taking the pressure off of Morton, you know, not, you know, putting so much on these guys' plates to essentially get this team victories. And I, you know, who knows what's going to happen moving forward. I'm not exactly sure. I'm just I'm staying optimistic and positive, as positive as I can be because I support this team. But you know, obviously he could potentially be coaching for his job now. You know, we'll see. But, you know, as far as what Houston's bringing to Lubbock, it's nothing, nothing scary. It's not like an offense like Oregon where you have guys across the board, you have, you know, power, you have experience on the defensive line. You have a quarterback who's been there. You know, you have you have that kind of cohesiveness in an offense. I mean, Houston isn't bringing that their defense is not bringing, you know, x amount of this, x amount of that where you're like, "Oh man, we're going to have to key in on these three guys because they can make our our life a nightmare in this game." They're bringing in a team that's just on paper is just about up to par with what we're bringing in, what we've showed because obviously on paper we're we're a whole lot better than Houston and we should we should kick their ass. I mean, that just just call it for what it is. We should win this ball game by multiple touchdowns, but, you know, we, we have, we have yet to show that what kind of offense we truly are this year. We've seen bits and pieces of it, but we haven't seen a full games worth. We haven't seen a full 60 minutes of us on display. We haven't seen a, the brand on display. And with a lot of ex um, tech people going to be here in town for the, um, the Hall of Fame kind of stuff. You know, who knows what kind of energy will be in Jones Stadium? Who knows what kind of energy is going to be in Jones Stadium anyway, based off of the coming off of a loss to West Virginia this last week? I do expect it to be a packed house. I do expect it to be loud and rowdy, but I just, we need to, we need to support these guys. Obviously, they haven't been playing up to what we know they're capable of playing, and the ball necessarily hasn't gone our way. It happens. We, as I've said in a previous pod, we could have easily have lost three or four of those games last year. The Iowa State, the Oklahoma, the Texas, the Houston. All four of those games could have gone either way. So, I mean, we could necessarily be on two losing seasons back-to-back right now. And I'm not calling this season a lost season by any means. But, you know, corrections will need to be made moving forward, as, as a lot of us have alluded to with this Texas tech team, you know, we have all the talent in the world. It's just going out there and showing everybody who we are now is that's just to be determined. Still at this point, we're still only four games into the year. There's still a lot of football to be played. So we'll, we'll see where we go from here. But I do, I do believe that this tech team is able and capable of getting it done against Houston but they are going to have to clean up some things that, you know, they've, that have been lacking for this season. So we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm looking forward to the game. I'll be there. I'm not exactly sure if any other members of our team will be out there, but you know, we're, we're looking to put some more content out um, game reactions and moving on into next week. We kind of took a little bit easier break this week because we had some, we had some guys sick. We had guys traveling, You know, just everyday life kind of stuff. So we're looking to get back on our normal recording schedule next week, and we'll go from there. But, yeah, it's here. It's here, ladies and gentlemen. It's here, Red Raider Nation. Week five, Texas Tech football. Texas Tech versus the Houston Cougars. It should be a good one. ESPN Plus, I believe, on the Red Raider – Any other place that you could get Red Raiders stuff, go out and listen if you can't make it to the game, watch it on TV, Um, support this team, support this team. They need it. They definitely need it. And we'll see, like I said, if we could go ahead and take a step in the right direction in the big 12, because from here, you know, the greener pastures are, are going away. You know, we're going to start seeing some tougher opponents in the big 12 games that are aren't easy to win games where you're probably not going to be favored. So we have to take care of business on the games that we know we can win. And I mean, not saying we can't win any other game. It's just that this game, these games like tomorrow are, are crucial. I mean, Saturday, I'm sorry. The games on Saturday are crucial to win just like the previous week against West Virginia, just a huge, huge game to win. Um, you had it there that you could have you know potentially sent that game into overtime, whatever you know it's all done now. We can't go back and, and change anything. But like I said, these games are the games that matter in the big 12 because these are the games that you need to stack. So you could have become at least bowl eligible because I think that's where your where the goal is right now um, is becoming bowl eligible. I believe this team could could do that, but they're going to need to do a lot of work. So, and the first game, first game to stepping stone to right the ship, is going to be this Houston Cougars team coming into the Jones on on Saturday, and let's let's take care of business, and we'll go from there. So, that's kind of all I got for this evening. Um, it, like I said. There's not a whole lot to go on going into this game. You know, Houston's not undefeated. We're not playing our best ball. I mean, they're they're a 500 team. You know, it's not not a top 25 kind of caliber team. We kind of we've been playing Houston the last few years. We kind of already know what they bring to the table. Um, so we'll see what happens moving forward. But it starts on Saturday. Everybody out there. Red Raider Nation, this is Joe with the Cotton Club crew signing off for the night. You guys have a good rest of your weekend. And if you're at the game on Saturday, be loud and be proud. If you're not at the game, be loud wherever you're at. Have a good rest of your week, as I just said, and wreck them.